gasping. She finally untangled her legs and stood up straight. I'm sorry about that. I'm not. He continued smiling blithely at her, and that's when she sensed he was breed. Since April had become a mage, she'd developed the ability to tell humans apart from breed by their energy, though what exactly they were remained a mystery. The man glanced in her basket. Last minute shopping? He showed off his empty basket. Me too. Got any ideas for what to get an ordinary old woman who never leaves the house? Cable? He chortled. I got her a dish last year. We promised no gifts, but you know how that goes. He said with a friendly wink. April fiddled with a beaded bracelet around her wrist. I'm trying to find something for my niece. She just turned seventeen. The man stroked his beard. That doesn't seem too challenging. You don't know Melody. She's an archer who likes to sew. I can't get her anything to do with sewing since her mother is taking care of that. April touched the man's arm. I'm sorry to bore you. I'll let you get back to your shopping. Not at all, he replied, his voice resonant and warm. I don't get out much. It's good to talk to someone besides the wife. You strike me as a lovely person, and I'm sure your niece will like whatever you give her. He held up one finger, his cheeks rosy. Just remember, it's the thought that counts. April glanced in her basket. This seems pretty thoughtless. A few cheap bottles of polish? Not even something she wants. Holidays are so much easier when the kids are little— now that she's all grown up, I want to put more thought into her gifts. Serves me right for waiting until the last minute. Her spirit sagged along with her shoulders as a jovial Christmas song played on the intercom. Sure, she could buy a gift card, but that was about as exciting as giving her a wad of cash. The man circled his finger over a loose thread where his button once was. Let me give you a piece of advice he began. Don't waste precious time fretting over the things that don't really matter. Love, health, happiness, those things matter. Gifts under the tree, not so much. The fates will give us what we've earned. Merry Christmas, young one. A bell jingled when he disappeared around the corner. The store was bustling with shoppers wrapped up in winter coats and long scarves, and their eyes told the story that they were all in the same predicament. A few had prescriptions to fill, but the vast majority wandered the aisles like post-apocalyptic survivors in search of supplies. April hurried to the back to see if there was anything good she'd overlooked, but the only thing she found were first aid supplies and clearance items. Gee, thanks, Aunt April. I always wanted a tube of ointment. Mmm, I could use some ointment, Reno murmured from behind. April spun around. Ointment and lube are not the same. She wrinkled her nose. Why do you smell like... Exactly what is that smell? He organized a few boxes of bandages on the shelf. Ran into an older lady who couldn't decide which lotion she wanted to give her husband, so she rubbed it all over my neck and took a whiff.
April bubbled with laughter and gripped the opening of his leather jacket. You are such a nice guy. That's why I fell in love with you. I thought it was my six-pack. His eyes glittered with amusement as he looked down at her with pure adoration in those coffee-brown eyes. Reno was a big guy with a tough demeanor, but he had a heart of gold beneath that macho exterior. He could melt her heart with a single glance, and he was thoughtful in ways that most men weren't. Reno gently brushed his knuckles against her cheek. We need to head home before the next band of snow showers moves through. Don't worry about the kids, princess. They don't need a bunch of shit. We didn't raise them to think that way. I know, it's just that I grew up doing without and... April's doleful eyes looked down at her empty basket, the cheap bottles rolling around and clacking against each other. It was a heck of a lot more than what she'd ever gotten from.